That was fucking powerful. I like barely even heard you crack. <laughs> I one fingered that just with a with a point or two. I said, "What's up?" Bang. What is up, everyone? Shed some light, boys. Michael and Jack are coming back to you on this Monday, episode 39 here. It's a Monday, and uh, as you can tell by the audio, Jack and I are no longer together recording in the Shed Some Light studio. Uh, we've gone back to our virtual recordings. Jack, how you doing on this Monday? Um, um Yeah. <laughs> About all I got. Yeah. Okay. okay. I got I got negative energy right now. Yeah, me too. I um for probably for different reasons. Um I just finished a just massive burrito. I'm in a food coma. That's why you don't have energy. <laughs> and uh long weekend of sports that we're gonna get into. You got no reason to not have energy right now, brother. <laughs> I got I got less of a reason than you, that's for sure. I drove nine and a half hours today. Yep. Not fun. No. Not fun. No. So, um, do you want to get into the story that you have, or do you want to get into sports first? I have a story? I thought you said you had... you. I'll tell later in the podcast when I'm told. Last segment. All right, cool. But be, before we get into our usual sports, I would like to just make a like declaration. I guess uh, I think now I think I kind of have to be a West Virginia football fan because my boy Noah Drummond, open invitation to come on the podcast anytime. I fucking love you, dude. I love everything about you. <laughs> from from the from the one second clip that I saw of you on ESPN, just mullet flowing shades. Arms crossed on the sideline before the game. All business. Big all time. fucking business, baby. I love every second of it. Yep. So uh, in case you missed it, go check out uh, Shed Some Light Twitter. That's where you can see the man, the myth, the legend himself. As Jack was saying, open invitation. We would love to have you on the pod. Boom. Shout out to, shout out to their quarterback, too, for giving it a nice retweet. Yeah. How about that? Starting, starting quarterback for uh, West Virginia. Love it. Yeah, I, I could uh adopt West Virginia as, as another team to yeah. root for. So now I think I think I'm I think I like kinda have to be a West Virginia football fan now. Only only uh until Noah graduates. As long as he's a West Virginia football fan, <laughs> I'm a West Virginia football fan. Hey. I'll tell you that right now. There we go. There we go. What a dude. There's been there's literally never been a cooler person than that guy. Yep, and if you don't know what we're talking about, like I said, go check out Shed Some Light Twitter. You got the answers right there. Love it, baby. Legendary, legendary. So let's get into sports. Um, it was a rough weekend. Rough yeah, we, we were weekend. kind of talking about this. Uh, it had the opportunity to be a really good weekend or a very bad weekend. Turns out very bad weekend. Turns out very bad weekend. Very bad. Yeah. Still um, some positives, but very bad. Let's go. Let's go chronological order. Okay. All right. So, uh, weekend long weekend started off Friday, New Year's Day, uh, with a Notre Dame loss. Not good. Not good. Not good. Turns out, turns out Alabama is very good at football. Yeah, shocking. Crazy. <laughs> um, that one, you know, I just felt like Notre Dame didn't really come out with like a burning energy to start the game with, and. 
it was it Alabama's just an incredible team. Like there's nothing really much else to say. Yeah. I mean they're just they're just a little bit faster, a little bit better, pretty much every position. Devontae Smith is so fucking good. Notre Dame, I can tell you, has definitely closed the gap between themselves and the top these top tier programs, but there's definitely still a gap there. Yeah. For sure. Also, I do want to say, and it, I feel like whenever people like like say something like this, it makes it sound like they're like super salty about the loss or whatever. I'm not. I like, like I said, like it's not. I didn't go into the game with very high confidence, but like the refs missed so many calls. Holdings. It was unreal. Holdings. Unreal how many calls they missed. Yeah. So I mean, like obviously that's not going to help anything right there. Um. And, and to anybody that says that noted that showed that Notre Dame didn't deserve to be in the playoffs, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, that's just you guys a terrible are all take. stupid. Well, you know that the uh, the average margin of victory in semifinal games in college football playoff history is twenty five. Yeah. So you want to talk about that? Anybody want to talk about that, or do we want to just talk about you know spin it the other way and maybe Notre Dame doesn't deserve to be in there, dude? Alabama was averaging like fifty points a game. Yeah, they were like the best offense. Pretty much, it was their best offense in their program's history. And that so was like that was the least amount of points they scored the entire season. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> who's ever who's ever trying to be like, oh Texas A and M? Shut the fuck up. You're so stupid. It was, Notre Dame clearly is a top four team. And if you don't want to admit that, then you're just fine. You're fucking. You're a loser. Yep. Straight up, you're yep. a loser. I'm with you there. I couldn't agree more. So that takes care of Friday. Uh, next day, we moved on Saturday. Uh, IU lost to Ole Miss. And do you got any uh, there? The play calling just didn't look like it was there. Yeah. There was just a lot of questionable play calling, both offensive and defensive-wise. Um, the, the like offense looked like it would like show up. For or the defense, sorry, looked like it would like show up for like four possessions in a row, and then just like be like, "eh, let's not play this one possession." Yeah, and every single time they didn't want to play the possession, Ole Miss just marched right down the field and scored. Yep. And then like there were just a few things like offensive wise where it was just people weren't on the same page. It didn't look like the offensive coordinator and Tom Allen and uh, Jack Tuttle were all on the same page. So it was just a bad game all around. Um, I thought that Ole Miss's defense played like out of their mind. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, like they could not have put, they could not have strung together a better game than the way that they played on Saturday. Yeah, it was basically everything went wrong for IU and everything went right for Ole Miss. Right, right. So that was tough. Um, also, Jack Tuttle. Either like make up your mind. Either you're hurt or you're not hurt. Oh yeah. Don't don't give me the you know wince and hold your shoulder after a throw and then just bomb it down the field. Yeah, he would he would grab his shoulder after every throw and be like, Oof, and like do like the fake you know like trying to throw maybe but it kind of hurts and then it'd, they'd be like next play it'd be like fifty yard pass down the field. Was yeah. Like, All right, man. Well, obviously your shoulders would hurt that bad. Right. Something something doesn't add up there. And that, that also is one thing that I kind of goes back to the offensive coordinator and, you know, Tuttle and everybody not being on the same page. If you're sitting there as the offensive coordinator and you're like looking at this guy playing and you're like, man, his, I guess his shoulder hurts. What should, how should we call plays now? 
let's throw 50 yard passes down the field. It's like, no, it's probably not your best idea. Right. They should probably go like, you know, seven yard outs or like a nice pass across the middle, not a 50 yard bomb every single play. So it's just one of those things where I was like, what is, what's going on here? What's the game plan? Yeah. Didn't have one. No, unfortunately. And uh, that, that, you know, sunk the hopes even further for us boys this weekend. Uh, Notre Dame loss into an IU loss. Today, as we're recording this yesterday, as you're listening to it, Bears loss. But we're in the playoffs. Bears do make the playoffs. So let's talk about the positives. They're in the playoffs. Um, I thought that that was a very winnable game for the Bears. It was, again, it came down to play calling. The fourth down, it's like fourth and one or fourth and two in the fourth quarter, and we run like an out pattern. So what the fuck are we doing? Like, do we not trust our offensive line to be able to get two yards? Also, the amount of dropped interceptions. Yeah. Like, the Bears could have had, like, two, three, four picks that just hit the defenders in the hands, and they dropped it. Yeah, 100%. But, hey, like I said, we're in the playoffs. Yep. Oh, you know. It's all that matters. I'm on the, I'm on to the playoffs. Uh, Bears-Saints, isn't that first round? I believe so. I'm pretty sure. By the way, Mitch... 33-42. Not bad. Not a bad game at all. Not bad. <laughs> it's my boy. So, uh, as as we said, you know, it had the potential to be a really good weekend. Three losses in a row like that on consecutive days. The Friday loss, the Saturday loss, the Sunday loss. That just takes a toll. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, it's not good. <laughs> not good. Um, it is not good. So... You know, not not spending too much time dwelling on the past here in the sports dump. It's a it's a rather quick one. Unless you got anything else you want to add to it? No, not no. really. Football's like pretty much winding up, and that sucks. Yeah, yeah. I was um, you know, updating the calendar and stuff on my phone and looking at like all these upcoming weekends, and it's weird just like not having anything like to do or planned out. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, once, once football season kind of goes like goes away. Like it's it's you know how like people think like uh, they have like seasonal depression. Yeah, I have that with like the end of football season. Well, yeah, and it cor- just like fuck, and it correlates to the worst time of the year. We're going into these yeah. cold, dark months, and then they take football away from us, and then it's like, okay, what what Let's am I supposed hibernate. to do? Yeah. <laughs> Throw back to another earlier episode. Let me just hibernate for three months. I'll get fucking January through March right out of there. Boom. I would like that. Nothing ever happens good in those, in those times. I would like that. So, all right. Quick sports dump, like we were saying. We are going to take a, our first break here, grab some refills. We'll catch you on the other side for our Monday light fights. And is that it in this segment? Monday light fights. After sure. the break. <laughs> The one-handed, the, the pointer finger might be my new move. I'm not gonna lie. That was a crispy crack on your end. That one sounded really crisp. good. Crisp. Boys are back here, segment two, and uh, we're coming in with our usual Monday light fights. And I think all of these were listener submissions. Love that. So 
thank you to everyone who continually sends these in. Uh, makes our job easier, not having to think of them. And uh, it's just pretty fun getting to debate, discuss them. Um, if you are sending these in, feel free to give us your opinion. Let us know who you think would win, what's the scouting report, anything like that. Um, we'll try and keep our opinions and discussions as unbiased as possible. But if you put up a really good argument, we might just straight up use that. <laughs> so, all right, first one here. Uh, this one is, uh, you know, small body, big heart battle. That's what I'm deeming this as. Uh, and this would be a Sour Patch Kid versus the Geico Gecko. Okay, so this one is interesting because the Sour Patch Kid, while he is sour, he is also then sweet. Boom, exactly. So like if he like kills the Gecko immediately, then yeah, sure. But then he's going to like try to resuscitate the Gecko and be like, hey, man, just kidding. You could beat me up. Uh, the sour. So it's like, it's it's one where like you got to take it. It's got to be like if it's not a first round knockout, like the geckos win. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The longevity of the gecko makes him the favorite, in my opinion. If it's not that first round knockout, you want to hear something stupid that I just thought? <laughs> yeah. What I was gonna say was I was like, well, the gecko can just like blend in with the ring so that the sour patch kid can't even see him and i forgot that fucking geckos can't do that so <laughs> wrong animal there's, that. There, there's how my brain is working today <laughs> hey it's one of those days don't worry about it um, yeah but i i think also the the way that the the sour patch kid like i don't know how he does it but in all the commercials they always have like they're always doing something that just is it defines human strength like they're always up to something where you're like they're they're lifting five times five billion times their body weight, so like they got to be pretty strong. So if like like I said, first round knockout, these people people are are sour and they're strong, and those are two. That's a combination you don't want to mess with. Uh, listener submission scouting report on the Sour Patch Kids is a quote unquote lunatic in the ring. So that's I mean yeah, I'd give him I'd give him a lunatic for about like. A minute and then he goes to sweet afterwards yeah so and that's that's where it kills you right if he can get that knockout like you're saying right away ding done but if the geico can geico gecko can somehow hang on make it past that sour phase geico gecko's got this one in the books yeah, agree. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go overall. I'm gonna go Sour Patch Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Because I think Sour Patch Kid knocks him out in the first like ten seconds. Yep, I'm good with that. Sour Patch Kid brings like a baseball bat and just like yeets the gecko. <laughs> Sour Patch Kid reminds me of a uh, good cop, bad cop from the Lego Movie. You know how the his head oh, just yeah. spins around. It, yeah, yeah. He just he turns the head. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, we're both taking Sour Patch Kid round one there. Uh, let me pull up the other fights here. Who else do we have? All right. Uh, second listener submission here. We have um, the complete opposite size matchup of our first round. Second round, we're going Chucky e. Cheese, like Chucky the Rat or the Mouse or whatever he is, versus the Kool-Aid Man. Thoughts? Kool-Aid. Yeah. Kool-Aid. Yeah. The Kool-Aid guy legitimately runs through walls. Yeah. Um, the Chucky 
Mouse, though, like in a band form, like when he used to be up on the stage at Chuck E. Cheese, is a kind of a creepy looking mouse, though. So, he, oh, yeah, he's got the visual he looks intimidation. Like, he like, like, just of like nine lines of cocaine. That's what the <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese guy looks like when he's up on the stage. So, like, if you're talking like coked out Chuck E. Cheese versus the Kool Aid Man, maybe now we got a little bit of a different, you know, fight going. But the Kool Aid Man legitimately runs through walls. Here's something that I just thought of. Um, if is the Kool Aid Man made oh, out yeah. of is the Kool Aid Man made out of glass, and how does he not break when he runs through the walls? Isn't that just more of a testament to how strong he is? Then I guess so, but <laughs> I don't know. He's he's there to cause some destruction. That's for sure. The only thing that I'd be nervous about with the Kool Aid guy is his reach to his figure feels like he can't really protect himself very much yeah uh tiny arms and a round body is not a good fighting combination i think he just kind of like i think he just kind of like like bowling balls people like chuck e cheese over do you think he has the ability to spill his kool-aid out of the top no i think he just always keeps his balance he's always no matter how he moves the kool-aid just stays in there He's just bobbing and weaving. Well, that's the thing. You can't really even bob and weave. That's what I'm saying. You got to just sit there and eat punches. Yeah. I, I think my pick is the Kool-Aid man, but I'm kind of struggling to figure out a reason other than the fact that he just causes mass destruction when he enters a room. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Because if you're thinking about it, what is worse? Or like, what, what do you think would like kind of hurt more slash not feel the best running through a wall or getting punched that's the question i'm gonna go with running through a wall would hurt more because i don't think i could do it so i just <laughs> have to repeatedly hit a wall i mean you could do it it would just take a long time and would be very very painful yeah that's what i'm saying i would just have to repeatedly run into a wall before the wall kind of broke right i'd rather just take one punch and then you know dip out after that <laughs> All right, so are we both going Kool-Aid Man? Kool-Aid Guy. Okay, Kool-Aid Man wins that fight. He, he knocks him out, and then he hits him with the, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, let me see. We want to do two more. Does that sound good to you? Two? All right, next one is uh, the Battle of Fast Foods. Okay? Ooh. We're going uh, Ronald McDonald versus the Burger King. The Burger King. He's the king for a reason. <laughs> That's all you need to know. They don't, Ronald McDonald is literally a clown. They don't call him the Burger Prince. He's, Ronald McDonald is literally a clown. The my, Burger King. My my concern day. with the Burger King, and this might just be like me not having a clear mental image of him, but doesn't he have like an abnormally large head compared to the rest of his body? Uh, or, or I, no? don't think, I don't think so. No. I don't know. I, I mean, it's pretty, it's like he's wearing like a mask, so like it like it looks. Yeah, it looks a little bit bigger because it goes over a normal sized head. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking of like um like the characters that do like halftime races and stuff at sporting events. Yeah, no, not that big. That's what I'm picturing the Burger no, King is. Not definitely not that big. <laughs> Maybe I'm picturing this wrong, but does Ronald McDonald have giant shoes? I think so. Big red not shoes. Very, not very agile then. But he, he could pack a deadly kick. Those are some steel-toed boots. Those are clown shoes. They're not steel-toed boots. Hey, clowns, clowns can get down and dirty, though. He might 
slip a little steel toe red boot into the fight. I don't like that you're saying that he's got steel toe boots. If anything, he's got like like shoes that like make a honking noise every time he kicks somebody. Every time he walks or something like that, dude. Yeah, no shot. Yeah, I guess uh I guess I'm going the Burger King. Like you said. I'm definitely going Burger King. He's he's the king the only, for a reason. Another argument that I would I would hear about that is that like uh like the Burger King is like He's pampered. He's a king, so he doesn't really have to get down and dirty in the mud. But at the same time, he—I don't know the family lineage, but I'm—I'm I'm, my background story is that he is king because he overthrew the last king, which gives him a little <laughs> more grit. So that's there's that. I'm good with I don't that. Know the family lineage. You just—you just learned about the made-up origins of the Burger King. He overthrew the other Burger King. Boom. And just just turned around the franchise, and now I look at him. There you go. Burger, Burger you King go. beats Ronald McDonald any day of the week. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm good with that. We're taking Bur- the Burger King in that one. Last one here. This one um, is unlike the first three. We're going two real-life people here, and we're going back to our sports dump segment. This one is football-related. All right? Urban Meyer. Nick Saban. Okay, so this is this is an easy one for me. Okay. Uh, I'm going Urban Meyer. Okay. Do you, what's Easily. your what's your argument behind that? Because I I feel the same way, and I'm just trying to think of what the counter argument for a Nick Saban win could be. He he okay, has well, to outstrategy. First of all, first of all, do you know how old Nick Saban is? Like seventy something? Yeah, he's turning seventy. Okay. That's old. <laughs> How old's Urban Meyer? Do you know? Fifty six. Oh, oof. I Dude, didn't, he's got like fourteen years on him. I didn't think the age gap was that big. I would have pegged Urban Meyer as his early sixties. Urban Meyer. I, well, I would have pegged I would have pegged uh Nick Saban as like pretty early sixties. Yeah, he's been around for a while though. Yeah, but so is Urban Meyer. Yeah. It's one of those things. I've told you this before. I'm so bad with ages. Like, <laughs> just everybody blends together. There's like different age groups, and like you just fall into one of them, and it, the age groups are like ten years apart. And I'll just be like, I don't know. You're either 22 or you're 32, but, but you look all the same. So whatever. Urban Meyer, from like 50, 50 to 65, 70. I don't know. You could tell me you could tell me someone's fifty five, and you could tell me someone's seventy, and I could be like, they look the exact same. What? How how tall do you think these two guys are? Did you look? Uh, Nick Saban five eight. Nick Saban five six. That doesn't surprise me. Any guess? Urban Meyer, I could see like being like five eleven. Six three. Oh, I was gonna say I was I was honestly gonna say six like one, but you know, wanted to hit him maybe hit it in the middle, and then it's kind of <laughs> like ages where you just fall into a category. It's all the same. Yeah, I think I I'm definitely going Urban Meyer unless Nick Saban uh, just out strategizes him. I could see Nick Saban having like old man strength and uh, just being like, oh, this is how we did it back in my day, and then 
Bang, bang, bang. I, I order. <laughs> hey, you cracking He's wise. doing the, like, the, the one of these where, you know, you're, you got the hand, you got the fists up. You look like basically the leprechaun doing one of these. That's what, that's what Urban, or that's what Nick Saban looks like when he fights. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could definitely see that. But, uh, Urban Meyer with the height and the age advantage in both of those there, I, I'm thinking he gets the dub. It also is like kind of depending on the situation too, where it's like, like give me give me Nick Saban after Alabama just lost a game, Ooh. and then I might pick Nick Saban. Yeah, because that is not somebody that I would want to mess with. Both okay. Here's the question then: both are coaching, and both just lost a game. Saban, you think Nick Saban was pissed at a pass interference call? on Alabama when they were up like 30. You think you think he was he got an unsportsmanlike conduct for yelling at the ref too much when they were up legitimately like 24. <laughs> you you're telling me they lose a game and you're not picking that guy in a fight? Yeah, that's a convincing argument right there. He's pissed. He 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 is a scary dude even when they win. I don't think he I think he smiles like twice a year. If that. <laughs> so, Urban Meyer in a regular fight. If they're both coaching and both just lost a football game, the boys are taking Nick Saban. So, let us know what your thoughts are there. Give us your own scouting report. Any of that. Just let us know. That's where we're wrapping up light fights. But we're not taking a break yet. Jack's got a story to share with us. Well, it's just like, it's basically just a story of my day today. And it just culminates that I'm such a piece of shit. <laughs> like that's the that's okay. what I've come to the conclusion of. So let's hear the story then. Okay, so as I as I said at the beginning of the story, uh I drove nine and a half hours today. Yep. Because I will be I moved from Indiana to Tennessee. Yep. And just everything about this day fucking sucked. Just everything about it. Go explain. Dude, listen, listen to this. Listen to this story. Okay. So, first of all, driving nine and a half hours is one of the most boring fucking things you can do ever. Uh, I know. I just did eleven two weeks ago. Yeah, it sucks. There's there's no one I could talk to. I was just sitting there. Yep. Barely moved. Uh, then I finally get to my like apartment. And it's so it's furnished, but I had to bring like a good amount of stuff too. Mm -hmm. And so I park in the back of my apartment complex, like little thing. Um, and so this building is only three stories high. I have the top. I'm on the third story. Okay. I'm in the front, like half of the building. Okay. And like, so I park, like I said, I park behind it and I meet the guy, you know, he gives me keys and everything like that. Um, and there's, the building is divided into like three sections. Okay. So there's like the far left section, the middle section and the right section. Okay. I'm in the middle section. So I'm in the dead center of this building. I, like I said, park behind it, but there's only one entrance to the building and it's in front of it. And there's no elevator. There's no like cart or anything like that. I can't park in front of the building because it's a main street 
and there's only one lane in front of it oh going my one God. way. So I have to unpack my fully packed car, like to the brim, by walking up three flights of stairs, putting something down, going back down that, walking around the building, going back to my car, getting it, coming back up three flights of stairs, and doing it over and over again. I looked at I looked at my Apple Watch. Would you like to guess how many flights of stairs I've climbed today? Oh, I couldn't do flights of stairs. I was going to guess steps. What do you got stairs wise? Ninety seven flights of stairs. <laughs> I like I said, I sat in the car for nine hours today. I burned seven hundred and eighty two calories in the hour of me unpacking my car. Oh, you got it all in in an hour? It was like an hour and a half. That's not bad. I was gonna guess at least two. No, it was it would dude, it was horrible. Okay. So horrible. Here's here's my take on this because and I'm, uh, not, I'm not even done talking about how much of a piece of shit I am. I'll, I'll let you get back to it real quick though because this has to deal with parking and stuff like that. Um, so when I first moved, uh, the apartment complex that we moved into did not have parking or a parking garage, and the closest parking garage where we could park was legitimately like a three to four block walk away. So literally that was like the most inconvenient thing ever. Now, at least, uh, this, the new building has a parking garage, but I tell you what, I don't know why, but recently I'm just so over apartments in general. I cannot wait to have a house and a garage and just make that little transition from the garage into the house so much easier. That's my take on that. Now back to the story. I agree. So I finally get everything upstairs, right? Yep. And I have not eaten like all day. I've been like snacking on some stuff, but like just haven't eaten. By the way, I'm like fully drenched in sweat at this point. It's like <laughs> middle of winter and I'm just sweating my balls off walking up and down these stairs. Uh, so then I'm like, listen, I need to go get something to eat. And I just punished myself and went to Taco Bell. And I was like, listen, I smacked that Taco Bell, but I know I'm just going to be shitting myself for the next like two days, basically. Okay, that's that's also funny. At the beginning of the episode, I said that I just ate a huge burrito. And we were like 0.2 seconds away from getting Taco Bell. And we decided to go with like an authentic Mexican place instead. Yeah, I I went with Taco Bell. And let me tell you, I just... Oof. Not good. Not good. Oh, good. Not going to be good. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Understandable. So then, so then, uh, I like finally like take a shower and everything after this. Um, and I'm like, my apartment's very small, so I don't really have, I don't have anything else to sit on basically besides my bed. And like I said, the bed came with the apartment, but I like, obviously you got to put down the like, the like bed bug sheet and then like the mattress, uh, topper, the mattress and... topper and everything like that. Yeah. So I'm getting all this stuff down. Dude, there's like nine different things I got to put on this fucking bed. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm putting everything down. Right. So I put the bed bug sheet down and I put the mattress topper down. And then, uh, I forgot to put on the, what goes over the top of the, not, it's not a comforter. The fitted sheet. Huh? The fitted sheet? 
Yeah, but it's got like a little bit of like like cushion to it, you know. Oh, the mattress pad. Yeah, I forget to put, I forgot to put down the pad. Well, the, I the, I have the mattress pad on here. It's like another sheet. <laughs> I don't know what you're so talking like, about. It's supposed to go, dude. It's, hold on, it's right here. <laughs> All right, he's trying to show this thing. Yeah, I think I, don't know what I, thought, this is. I thought that was a mattress pad. I don't know. Okay, well, yeah, whatever. Mattress pad, but I have like it's, a little foam. It's the fitted sheet foam topper. It's the fitted sheet that has like the tiny little layer of padding. Just yeah, this for is everyone. the fitted sheet then. Right. Yeah, just for everyone. No, I was explaining that to the listeners who obviously cannot see what you're holding up right now. Yeah. So I just forgot to put that on. Like I just put the like foam little topper on. Yeah. And then I put my sheets on. And it was like right as I put my sheets on, I realized that that wasn't there. And I was like, listen, I could take off my sheets and put this on, or I could just be a piece of shit and not put it on at all. And guess what I chose to do? And guess what will stay off of my bed until the next time I wash my sheets? That. That thing. (laughs) Because I am too lazy to do that. Then, like I said, I get everything up here. And then I'm like, I immediately go and get food. Um, um, and so I haven't put anything away and I'm not going to tonight. Obviously. So just my entire floor is covered in my clothes and I just couldn't care less about anything. Hey. And I've just come to the full on conclusion that I'm just a massive piece of shit after tonight. <laughs> Dude, that that's a Whatever. long day though. I I would not expect you to unpack and get all that stuff taken care of in one night. Yeah, I I was having none of it. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But uh, so I mean, at least you were there in time to watch the majority of the Bears game, right? Yeah, no, not really. No, I I got there for it, and then oh, I had to unpack my car for another hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. So I like I was like listening to it with my like headphones um but like i didn't actually get to watch like basic i watched like the fourth quarter yeah that was basically it yeah well it, it was a it was a better game than what the score out score indicated oh yeah i mean they scored 14 points in 51 seconds right at the end of the game yeah also uh very weird um like part to this apartment complex Mm -hmm. is so like they have like community washer and dryers okay but you have to walk outside to get there oh that sucks so like if it's just raining it's just like you just can't do laundry that day that sucks i was i was so confused when he was when the guy was showing me them he was like oh like do you want me to show you like the laundry and like the washer and dryer i was like yeah and then, like, he was, like, taking me there. I was, like, where are these things? Yeah. And you, it's, like, it's in, like, a basement, like, under the apartment complex you have to get to by going outside and, like, to the back of the apartment complex. See? Another reason why I'm out on apartments. Yeah. Big, big in on houses. Yeah. I, I mean, like, it, everything else is pretty nice, but, like, I was just, like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> like this is tough hey whatever well, at least uh you know you survived the day and uh you're here for shed some light right now so barely 
<laughs> All right. Um, we're going to take our second break here, grab a couple more refills, and we'll be back with segment three. We're wrapping up today's show with some dumb thoughts and maybe potential advice. So <laughs> we'll catch you after the break. God, that was insane. I've had I'm three for three on cracks today. I missed your microphone or something didn't pick up the first one, but let me tell you, those second two have been glorious sounds. I've been feeling I've been feeling really good about myself. It's been a confidence booster. I'll say that. <laughs> as uh, as some listeners would like to say, it's the best sound in the world. Yeah, can't, can't <laughs> argue with that. All right, so we're wrapping up this Monday episode. Um, we each have a couple of dumb thoughts to share, and then Jack's got a story, another story for us. Yep. <laughs> uh, you want to go dumb thoughts first? Or you want me to go? I'll go. I'll right. go with mine. Go ahead. What do you got? Okay, so this, this is, I, I thought about this today when I was driving. So like when you're driving, you don't go like up or down. But you go over a bridge, right? You're just like it's like straight across, right? Yep. Why does it say that ice like gathers faster on a bridge? Oh. I know this. I know this answer. It's because the there so on normal land, the ground is basically, you know, it it takes a lot for the ground to cha- change temperature, right? Heats up. Yeah, and so the cold air when the road gets icy is literally only coming from like on top of the road and down. But when you go over a bridge, there's cold air on the top and the bottom, so it it freezes the road faster. You want to hear my like the second part of that dumb thought, which is even more dumb? I think that's the explanation. But yes, I want to hear the sense. second part. You want to hear the second part of that dumb thought that is even more stupid? Oh yeah, that like legitimately crossed my mind today. Yeah. I was like, you ever like go like you're going up to a bridge and then so like you're gaining elevation? Yep. I thought it was like, how does ice gather there first because hot air rises? So wouldn't there be more hot air around a bridge because it's at a higher <laughs> elevation? That was legitimately my thought today. I was like, and then I was like, I thought about it for a second. I was like, wow. Uh-oh. I think we may have just lost Jack. This has never happened on Shed Some Light. Hold on. Hold on. We lost you. Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. Okay, I can hear you the whole time. You you just said, uh-oh, and then you were frozen. No, I, I, I've I been able to hear you the whole time. Oh, what the nuts? I got nothing. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're back. We're still rolling here. All right. Well, basically, it was just like, man, I'm a really stupid. <laughs> Hey, sometimes the thoughts that you have when you're driving, especially when you're driving by yourself, that's what makes for these good dumb thoughts segments here. Some of the dumbest thoughts happen in the car. Amen to that. (laughs) All right. So I got two. Um, Both of them are football related. And uh, the the second one is a question that I would like for uh, Noah to answer when he comes on the podcast. Okay, so my first uh, dumb thought is I think it would be hilarious if people could carry around yellow flags like refs do and throw them at people in real life. 
Yep, I agree. <laughs> like, if someone just does something that you don't like or that's, like, against the law or breaking a rule or something, and you just whip out a, a yellow beanie flag and hit them with it and be like, what are you doing, buddy? Dude, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I know I've said it to you before. It, I think it's the funniest thing in the entire world when <laughs> – there's a penalty on somebody, like a pass interference, and the ref hits the guy with the flag <laughs> that the penalty's on. There's nothing better. It's the ultimate disrespect. Especially like the guy knows the penalty's coming and he's like, ah oh, fuck, I just gotta like that's on me. And then the ref is just like eat and then just hits him in the face. <laughs> Come on, man. Like he didn't need to do that. Yeah. Especially- I think that's like that would I would purposely do that if I was a ref. Especially when the ref people. is is like farther away and just like actually put he some distance on it yeah yeah <laughs> he crow he crow hops into that half the rest <laughs> like dude let me get a they're trying to get they're trying to get in the nfl oh yeah definitely my pro scouting day everyone check this out <laughs> yeah those are hilarious the guy, the guy behind the line of scrimmage they feel like a, a hail mary deep ball it's like pass interference the, the ref behind the line of scrimmage hits the guy <laughs> with the flag <laughs> he steps into that and he says we'll be seeing you I would I would like to know like what the farthest is a ref has thrown a flag in an actual game, like distance covered. How long do you think it would take to get like the stats people on that? Like this ref averages seven point two yards per flag. <laughs> like, I, break it down. That's another thing. The the yards thrown per flag and the consistency of the different points on each ref, like the scouting report on that are two things that we need the stats and scouting department to look into and uh, report back to us with. It's the all 22 going right now. Of yeah. Every of every ref, not yep. even of every football team, just the refs. <laughs> yeah. That's something that I would want to know. All right. My uh, second dumb thought and question that I would hopefully like answered in the, in the near future um, regarding football jerseys. Okay. So this is something that is much bigger in college than it is in the pros. I'm pretty sure. Um, like, you know how like injured players will stand on the sidelines in like sweats in their Jersey, right? Yeah. Okay. And when they're doing this, the jerseys look like they're pretty tight on them right? They're kind of like, you know, compression, like Under Armour fit, right? So how the heck do they then fit all the pads under those jerseys? Or do they get a different jersey to wear when you're injured? That's your like true size. It's uh, at least from when I played like rocket football in like sixth grade, it, would, it looked the same. It's because they have like elastic around the like shoulders and like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, I I understand that, so, but, but like stretches out. Yeah, and no, then right is right. I, like it stretches out to fit the pads, and then right as you take it off, it goes back to like being like really tight, even around like someone who's not wearing pads. Yeah, but I get that because the elastic on yours was like literally around like the end of the sleeve, right? Yeah, they have the same thing. Right, but but even like their shoulders look like they're just like hu- being hugged in the jersey without the pads, and shoulder pads are then much bigger than that. And I just don't understand how it all fits under the same uniform. Well, they also have the like 
right at the shoulder, I think there's like a crease normally that's like, uh, you know, like there's like, it's where like two things mean, they kind of like sew them together. Mm-hmm. So it's always going to look like their shoulders are being hugged because that one side, it's like actually on the side of your shoulder, not like the top or anything like that, hugs the side of your shoulder. Understandable. I'm just saying. So it always looks as though it's like super tight, even even if it's not. Yeah, I'm just, that makes sense. I'm just saying, keep an eye out for the injured players, and just look at look at them standing on the sideline. And in my in my opinion, it's mind blowing that shoulder pads can then fit under the same jerseys that they're wearing in everyday use. So there's a ghost in my. What what just happened? What the heck? We lost him again. Oh, hold on, you're back. Hello? Yeah, you're back. The ghost is Some, messing something with Something just you. fell. Maybe something it, just fell. In your apartment or from next door? Nope, in my apartment. <whistles> Whatever. <laughs> All right. What's your uh last thing to wrap up the show today? Okay, so pretty wild. wild scene that i was watching today as i was moving in so right across the street from me is like a little convenient mark gas station thing okay and these people are pushing a car like it's like dead and or out of gas but one it can't be out of gas because it's literally a gas station so like (laughs) okay there's no way it was out of gas okay and then i thought it was like dead maybe because it's like an older like kind of like not like a sports car, but like a, you know, like a Toyota Camry. Like a if sedan. You will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I was like, maybe it's just dead. But then the lights were on when they were pushing it. So I was like, is it not dead? Like, does, it, does it still work? And then so they, they get this, this guy comes in a pickup truck and he is now going to try and proceed to tow the car. But, like, I don't know what, like, trailer hitch he was using. It was just, like, two wheels. And then they tried to, like, push the car up onto this thing. Oh, I've seen those. Okay, so I don't know what happened. (laughs) They were there for, I show you not, two hours and could not get this car out of the parking lot. Oh, my God. It went from... It went from so they were trying to push it up onto the like the trailer hitch mm-hmm. and they couldn't get it. So then instead of pushing it onto the trailer hitch, they thought their next best move was for the guy to get in the pickup truck and then just hit reverse as hard as he can. <laughs> it was gonna like yeet up onto there. Oh, I, was like, no. I was like, what are these people doing? So then it like yeets too far. And so, like, the front wheels of the car that they're trying to tow are hanging over oh. the two wheels of the trailer <laughs> hitch. And I was like, what in the fuck is going on right now? Oh, my God. So then they have they – have, I, I shit you not. This was the funniest thing I've ever seen. They have two people that are trying to deadlift the front part of the car that they are trying to tow yep. while the guy is moving – the the truck oh yeah oh yeah i I was literally like i just kept watching this as i was walking by i was like what the fuck is happening (laughs) so they finally get it back off the trailer and they get it into like the right position to tow 
But then, uh, right on the, on the like trailer hitch thing that they were using to tow, mm-hmm. right under the wheels was like a little ramp, right? Mm-hmm. You know, to yeah. like get it on there. Yeah. But now they can't put that up. So oh every time God. they're moving, it's just uh, it's just like metal dragging across the pavement. <laughs> And they're like, they just keep doing it. And it's the loudest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's just like, and I was like, what are they going to, what are they trying to do? And so they're, it's like this group of like four people that are trying to like, like move this sedan for two hours. And I'm pretty sure they dented the front bumper too, as they were trying to do this. And I'm just moving in, like just sweating my nuts off. Like I said, watching these people trying to do this, I was like, What's going on right now? It's like, how are they trying to do this? I'm almost positive they didn't get it moved. Like, I'm pretty sure the car is just parked in that parking lot right now. Uh, give us and the listeners a scouting report throughout the week on the status of this car. I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm almost positive it is parked in that parking lot as we speak. <laughs> so they sat there for two hours trying to get this car up onto a trailer didn't work, and they were just like, fuck it, we'll leave it here. That's something that I could see us doing, just have having absolutely oh, yeah. no clue what we're doing and trying to make it work for a very long time, and then we're just like, nah, we're done. Well, they're – okay, so yes, but also no, because I'm such a, uh advocate of just pay someone else <laughs> to do it. Like I will pay someone else to do anything that I don't know how to do. So I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't be in that situation because no matter how poor I was or how broke I was, I'd find a way to pay someone else to do it for me. <laughs> That's not surprising at all. It's either, it's either I would find someone to pay it, pay to do it for me, or I would just like, there goes my car. It's just there. And that is why Jack is the king of least resistance. <laughs> Never do anything that is challenging. Yeah, me. <laughs> That's what I do, baby. That's what I do best. There you go. There you go. You know what I? You know what I do best? Doing nothing at all. Uh, and that's a top five winter activity. Yep. <laughs> that's why I thrive in the winter, baby. <laughs> Jack's in his element right now. I'm grooving. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's where we're wrapping up today's episode. You got anything else? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. All right. So we will catch everyone for a weird Wednesday coming up this week, followed by our normal Friday episodes. Thank you for making it this far. A little bit of a quicker episode today, but that's all right. Hey, we're getting you through your Monday. Um, Please be sure to give us that five-star rating and review. We truly appreciate those. It really helps us spread the word about the podcast here. Also, give us those follows on social media. Instagram is at ShedSomeLightPod. Twitter is at Shed Some Light. And email, of course, Shed Some Light Podcast at gmail.com. Jack, what do you got? If anybody wants to tweet, tweet at Noah Drummond. Yeah. And tell him to come on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> tweet him. Just be like, yo, what's up? We would love. Boys want you on the podcast. Gotta come, come and have a beer with us. Yes. We would love to have him on. Uh, we'll discuss some, I'm sure we'll discuss some great topics, including sunglasses, mullets, and football. What more do you need right there? I think we might have to have a mullet off. Yeah. Jack's who's rocking got the better mullet. Jack's rocking a sweet mullet right now. Who's, so. who's got the better mullet? <laughs> do, do you think if we ever do, I think I might just come in guns blazing. I think I might go buy a pair of those like sunglasses 
just rock them and be like, all right, who's going to out alpha the other person right yep. to start? Yep. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Not so. gonna lie though. He, he comes, he comes in with that. I lose. Oh, easy, easy. I, I lose immediately. I mean, the fact that he was rocking those on the sidelines of a football game is just a one. It's so good. It's so good. It's, it was so good. <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening. Have a great week this week. The Shed Some Light Boys are rooting for you this week. And in the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.